0: The stars control it. The half dozen spread out. Colin Miller turns, fires, ricochets. Pavelski hits. He scores the hat trick goal, the game tie goal. Dallas has done it. The Dallas Stars pull off another insane third period comeback. Down five to one in the third to the Minnesota Wild, and they come back to tie it. Earning a point in what was eventually a shootout loss. And on today's episode, we'll talk in depth about this game, and we'll hear some post-game sound bites from Ryan Souter, Joe Pavelski, and Rope Hintz, as well as Stars head coach Pete DeBoer to get some insight on the thoughts surrounding this game within the Stars team organization locker room on today's episode of Locked On Stars. You're Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars Hockey, coming to you on this Monday, December 5th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping in and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. If you're new to the show and you're watching on YouTube, please do consider hitting that subscribe button. And if you're listening on audio only, you can follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well. We are free and available no matter where. Or how you may choose to listen. And you can also find us on social media at Locked On Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane Lewis. Now let's jump into today's episode and talk about yesterday's absolutely wild uh, comeback. Yes, the pun intended there. I mean, we've seen this now, what, three times from the Stars at home against divisional opponents. Stars just felt down and out. Early in the third period, they enter the third period down four to one. Scott Wedgwood comes in in relief for Jake Ottinger, who, though the goals that he surrendered were not all entirely his fault, uh, certainly... You know, not good for his morale, I imagine, to leave him in. And Coach Pete DeBoer even said after the game, he put Scott in there to just put a little bit of a spark under the team to see if it would amount to anything. Uh, and at first, it didn't really seem like it was going to do much as the Wild scored a goal. 29 seconds into the third period, putting the lead at 5-1. to one, The Stars, I mean, seemingly just down but out. It really just seems like a death sentence at that point to be down by four to a team that has been outplaying you for the entire game. But if you've been watching the Stars this season, especially over the past couple weeks, uh, you're not really surprised to see that they refused to give up. They did not give in, and they clawed and scratched and fought their way back to tie the game and force overtime. Defenseman Ryan Suter and forward Joe Pavelski spoke into that comeback a little bit just you know, hyping up the team and saying that there's a bunch of fighters in the locker room, and the team always refuses to give up. So let's now hear from defenseman Ryan Suter and forward Joe Pavelski on the comeback. Yeah, it says a lot. I think uh, you know, got a lot of character guys in here. Um, we knew we hadn't played well, and they um, you know, we were fortunate to get a couple, couple goals on us there. And uh, for us to get going in the third, says a lot. No, it's, it's a good feeling to have. A lot of belief in here. Um, you know, everyone believes in each other and. Knows that that next line can go it's get us something, down, uh, either some momentum or, or a goal. Um, so it's it's a good thing to have for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think you know once you get that uh, second one, then you start feeling okay. You know, get another one, you never know, and then you know to tie it up there and uh, force it to overtime says a lot. Yeah, yeah, we've shown it a few times this year. You know, it's you never want to be in that position, but you throughout a season you definitely find yourself there. So. It's encouraging. You know, you just, nothing's going right for us at that moment. And you just see guys are just, you keep working. Um, we, we get a little, you know, we get one and all of a sudden there's a little belief. And it goes a long way for this group for sure. This is, again, another game where the Stars are fortunate to get a point out of this one you would have loved To have seen them get that second point and get the win either in regulation and overtime or in the shootout. And we'll talk about some of the overtime troubles a little bit later on in the show. But especially in a game like this, I mean, this is the biggest comeback that we've seen the Stars pull off so far this season. They did it against Chicago and got the win. They did it against the Jets and again lost in overtime. But the, the deficit was certainly not quite as large as it was on Sunday's game. And I mean, down 5-1 with around 12, 11 minutes left in the third, really hardly any team is going to come back from that. But the Stars able to do so, and they get a point out of it, and every point matters. We talk about this a lot, especially lately on this show, but especially in these division games. Minnesota, especially after Sunday's win, starting to gain a little bit of ground in the Central Division, uh, starting to kind of assert themselves around that three and four spot at the time of recording this. They've actually slipped into the three seed in the Central over Colorado by one point. So it matters that the Stars able to get a point, especially on the same day where the Jets get a dominant win over the Anaheim Ducks. The Stars still maintaining that first spot in the division. And, And I mean, this game just goes to show that the Stars truly have something special with their offense. It feels like they've almost switched kind of what they're really good at. I mean, over the past several years, especially with Jim Montgomery and Rick Bonus, the Stars' identity has been in their defense and not allowing a ton of goals. I mean, of course, every now and then you're going to see four or five go in the back of the net against you. But it seems like, especially as of late, we've seen maybe a little too many games where that's been the case. But the Stars have seemingly almost always had an answer on offense, especially in these home games against these divisional opponents. So the Stars clearly don't have a problem scoring the puck. I I think in games like this it's just a matter of being able to string those goals together throughout the game and not waiting until the you know, the back half of the game to get that offense generated and get that offense going. And we've seen the Stars do that successfully multiple times throughout the season. Again, a lot of that is against lesser competition at times, but we still know that the Stars are very much capable of exploding on offense, uh, really just at any point. And you have to give Marc-Andre Fleury his credit. He played very well through the first two periods of this game, and the Stars finally were just able to crack his armor enough and, and really catch fire. And Scott Wedgwood, to his credit, also came in And after that first goal, he surrendered, played really well in the third period and in overtime. So a lot of things went in the Stars' favor, obviously, in this game. But you really would like to see them in a game where the other team is bringing their A game offensively. You'd like to see the Stars generate a little bit more consistent offense if they're going to score five goals in a game. You'd like to see them do it a little bit more spread out in a shootout kind of game or a high-octane offensive game rather than waiting till the end. But you got to take what you can get in a game like this got to be happy with the result obviously not happy with the overall loss and losing a point but a game where it seemed like the stars had no business winning and the stars were going to leave the American Airlines Center empty-handed on Sunday you have to be pretty happy uh, with salvaging a point out of that and getting some sort of momentum uh, going into a, a pretty busy week a lot of games still coming up at home with Toronto Ottawa and Detroit all at the American Airlines Center this week but those are not easy games those are all tough games in their own right. And so you need all the momentum you can going into a jam-packed and very busy and what will likely be an eventful week of games against some good Eastern Conference opponents. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will continue to talk about this game and focus in on one particular player, Rope Hints, haven't mentioned yet, but his hat trick on Sunday was a huge reason why the Stars found themselves in the position they were in, especially in the third period. More on Rope Hints right after this. Today's episode of Lockdown Stars is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself and your subscription it comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in the winter months as we don't get as much sunlight to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate. Daily Nutritional Insurance. Moving on on this Monday episode of Locked On Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Continuing to talk about Sunday nights or Sunday afternoon rather's game, recording this on Sunday night with the game starting at 2 p.m. and still personally not a huge fan of these weekend afternoon games, but I understand that every team in the NHL has to play them and the Stars have had their success on some of them this season, getting that win back in November against the Flyers on a Sunday afternoon, just not quite uh, as fortunate this time around uh, with a shootout loss for the Minnesota Wild at home, but there were still some really good things in this game outside of the Stars salvaging a point, and one of those good things was the performance of Rope Hintz, still relatively fresh off of signing a new eight-year extension earlier this week. Rope went ahead and reminded Stars fans what they get to enjoy for the rest of this season, and For the additional eight seasons that are coming with his new deal, he scored a hat trick in this game and was truly uh, the engineer behind what was this Dallas Stars comeback, uh, scoring the second goal for the team uh, and kind of getting the momentum started. And then, of course, scoring the game tying goal, his third of the matchup and the eventual uh, goal that would force overtime for the stars, a huge performance from him and all around uh, a four point effort for rope hints as he gets an assist as well on Jason Robertson's goal. Jason Robertson also just a good game all around for the top line uh, as we'll talk about kind of this segment, but mainly Ruppe Hintz with four points in this effort. Robertson gets an assist and a goal and Joe Pavelski with a quiet three assist performance in this one as well. Well, let's go ahead and take a moment and listen to what Rope Hintz had to say about his performance and just the, the game as a whole, the team's comeback effort in the third period. Yeah, that was a great comeback. Uh, we have had those this year couple, so we were pretty knew here that we're gonna get if we get one, then we're gonna get more. So that was great. Well, of course, it's, you wanna you wanna score in front of your fans, and like when when it's the game is on the line, you wanna wanna get there and get some goals. So, it's nice. Yeah, of course, when you. When you're feeling it on there and uh, you, you get the pass, you, you feel it better. Of course, when you're, you have a couple already. So I think it was good that we got one point at least today. Jason Robertson really has been the center of attention for the Stars as of late, and especially around the NHL world. If you're talking about the Dallas Stars, you're probably talking about Jason Robertson. But I still believe, and I know many others share this belief as well, that hints is still the stars all-around best forward on the team. Yes, Robertson is an elite goal scorer. He's a sniper, but he can also score in close at times. But what Rope does is really just unlike anything else that other forwards on this team can do. His scoring ability is, I think, at the same level, if not better at times than that of Jason Robertson. Just the way he can, you know, move with the puck. He can deke really well. He can make guys look silly on their skates. He just does a lot of different things really well. He can score he can pass he can facilitate but he can also play a high level game in the neutral zone as well as in the defensive zone as well a guy that i think uh, should be in the selkie trophy conversation pretty much every season Uh, i I know that there's a lot of guys that are always in contention for that and guys like patrice bergeron who seem to just win it year after year but i think ropey Deserves some Selkie love, especially this season. He's playing really well on both sides of the ice. And of course, you do have to highlight Joe Pavelski, especially on some of Rope's goals. The passing just exquisite from Captain America down the stretch in this game. And Rope touched on it uh, a second ago whenever we heard the audio from him in the Stars locker room after the game. And he just continues to play at such a high level and, and really, you know, helping be part of this huge comeback. And, you know, his coach, Pete DeBoer, tons of praise for him after the game he's of course been witness to a ton of this excellent play from Pavelski over the years and things have not changed a lot for him as far as the ability that he has to not only score the puck but also just set up his teammates with good looks and some of those passes really slick backhand passes not easy passes to make and not always necessarily the easiest passes to receive but rope hints a skilled enough player to receive those passes well and you know, beat the defense, beat Marc Andre Fleury, especially that two on one. Uh, maybe my favorite goal of the game outside of the eventual game tying goal from Rope Hintz. But you have to give a ton of credit to, for, to him, uh, you know, proving to Stars fans as if there was any doubt uh, in our minds that he is absolutely 100% worth the contract extension that he was given and really great to see back-to-back hat tricks from two players that you expect to be the centerpiece of your franchise for the next several seasons at least eight seasons uh, with Rope Hints. and I imagine Jason Robertson likely sticking around for that much time if not longer uh, of course his contract looking a little bit different Jason Robertson perhaps the most underpaid player in the league and Rope Hintz seems to be getting compensated nicely for his services both those guys playing extremely well and the third guy on that line Joe Pavelski also playing incredibly well this season and loving what I'm seeing from them and hopefully we will continue to see more because uh, the stars need all of the help they can get from the top line and then of course whatever comes after that is secondary but great stuff from the top line as per usual well we're going to take one more quick break but when we come back we will shift our attention to overtime and why the stars have struggled past regulation this season and what they need to do to fix it more on that after one more quick break Today's episode of Locked on Stars is also brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So you can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening around the sports world. thatonline.net is where the game starts. We are closing out this Monday edition of Locked on Stars, continuing to talk about Sunday afternoon's overtime shootout loss that the Stars suffered. And if you remember two seasons ago uh, during the condensed COVID season with the realigned divisions and the crazy amount of games played in a short amount of time, the Dallas Stars had a habit that season of forcing overtime and forcing shootouts, but losing a lot of those games after regulation and the Stars seem to be trending in that direction yet again this season. They have yet to win a game past regulation in the 22-23 campaign, and they have racked up five overtime losses, which is tied for second across the league with several different teams and only one team ahead of them. Uh, the team that they actually play next on Tuesday, the Toronto Maple Leafs, currently boasting six overtime or shootout losses and it's still early in the season really no need to overreact just yet but it's not a great sign and I feel like the level of concern is slowly but surely starting to rise across the fan base but also in the stars locker room and coach DeBoer was asked about this after the game on Sunday about the overtime situation let's take a listen to what he had to say on this matter For sure you're concerned. I mean, we're not, we're, you know, every time you lose in a shootout or overtime, it's a point. I think, um, you know, for me, I just think, you know, I've been in situations like this before where, you know, it becomes a little bit of a mental block and you just need to win one, you know, to get it going the other way. I mean, this is the same group that they couldn't lose in overtime or shootout last year down the stretch. So, you know, we'll, uh, We need one to kind of go our way. And I think, uh, we will probably won't be talking about it again. This is definitely something that can absolutely be fixed, it can be addressed, and it's, again, the level of concern is starting to rise a little bit, but I don't think it's time to press the panic button yet or say that the Stars are doomed. If anything, I think a positive that can be taken away from this situation is it's better to kind of have a situation like this now rather than later in the season or especially in the playoffs. I think situations like this will only make the Stars better mentally, especially as games get close in the third period or as overtime gets forced so it's something that can be addressed and fixed and, and especially in Sunday's game you kind of have to take it case by case but you're really just glad to have at least gotten a point but there's sometimes where a game gets forced into overtime and you blow a lead or it's been a back and forth game and you really would like to come away with two in that situation or there's games where you need to get two or you deserve two points but you let things slip away is there's things that can be done uh, and, and I really think, especially in the overtime period, the Stars on Sunday maybe had their best chance that they've had all season of winning a game in OT. They won a few faceoffs. They had a decent amount of time in the offensive zone. They just couldn't get anything to connect. Uh, and I think you know sometimes there's been the case with that game against the Colorado Avalanche at home, where the Avs really just possessed the puck for the entirety of that five-minute stretch uh, because the Stars really not able to win faceoffs. And as it was pointed out then, a lot of the Stars' best faceoff players, guys that are better in the faceoff soft circle are not necessarily the guys you want out there long term for the overtime period. And what the Stars did on Sunday, I think was interesting. They trotted Jamie Benn out there for the start. And after winning the faceoff, he was pretty quick to get to the bench, uh, you know, in relief. I think Jason Robertson came on for him in that situation. It was Haskin and Sagan Benn. And then after Benn won the faceoff, he was pretty quick to get back to the bench. So maybe that's something you try to do. You try to send out a Jamie Benn or, you know, I don't know if Fox or Glenn Denning's the guy you want out there in case you do lose the faceoff. But get a guy out there that can win you the faceoff, send that guy back to the bench, and then send a guy that is a little bit better in the open ice three-on-three situation, and I think that sets you up for success. And the Stars certainly did have some of their best looks this season in overtime in Sunday's game. So I think that they found what they need to do. It's just a matter of executing once you get those three quick offensive skaters out there on the ice. And really, in the shootout, all you can do is just hope that your guy hits more shots. Uh, I know that that's a big ask for Scott Wedgwood. I'm not entirely sure how many times he's been. In a shootout situation, he did really good in the third period and in overtime, but just got flat out beat by the Wild skaters in that shootout. And the Stars had some good looks as well, but Mark andre Fleury, or really the post, uh, making the save on that third attempt for the Stars, and that caused them to be at the mercy of the Wild, and the Wild were able to execute on their third attempt. So not really a too big of a matter of concern, but something I hope the Stars are able to address and, and get taken care of, and, and DeBoer even touched on it. Once they get that first one, I think things will be a little bit easier for them uh, as far as extra time and overtime and shootouts and things of that nature go. So hopefully they won't have too many of those games in general. You really would like to win your games in regulation. But if you are going to go past regulation, you got to find a way to get two points. and You got to find a way to rack up some wins past 60 minutes. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Um, remember to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and follow us on your favorite podcasting platforms. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. And you can also find us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane Double underscore Lewis. And be sure to tune in tomorrow as we'll be gearing up for another game, the third game of a five-game homestand. The stars welcoming the Toronto Maple Leafs for the team's second and final meetings of the regular season. Should be a really good game. Jason Robertson on an 18-game point streak, and the Maple Leafs actually have a player. Mitch Marner, who has a longer streak, his streak currently sitting at 19 games. And you, of course, also have one of the better scorers in the league. And Austin Matthews coming in as well should be a great, entertaining game and going to be an intriguing matchup to see how the Stars respond to what happened on Sunday and see if they can bounce back for a big win against a high quality opponent in Toronto. And we'll be talking about that game all on tomorrow's episode, getting you caught up to speed on what the Leafs have been up to. Who to keep an eye out for, although I did mention a few of the names already, and I'll give you my thoughts and predictions, keys to the game on tomorrow's episode. But we'll see you there, Stars fans. Hope you have a good Monday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.